Hi, Rachel. Hey, Brian. So tell me, how was your week? Well, you know, in the movie, A Star is Born. I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> the most recent one. Oh, you're ashamed to your people, Brian. <laughs> Shonda. But anyway, it. it stars this guy named Bradley Cooper. Yes, I've heard of him. And uh, <laughs> he plays this musician. He goes on a bender and he winds up on the side of the road in a residential neighborhood in a patch of ivy with his feet sticking out. <laughs> sort of like Countess Luann in The Real Housewives. Yes. <laughs> and his friend, who's played by Dave Chappelle, drags him out from the underbrush and he says, Jack, I feel like I've done this before. And I feel like I'm Jack and you're Dave Chappelle and we're spiraling downward and outward and occasionally getting trapped in a thicket. Well, then it's the perfect week for This Week in Nope. <laughs> the podcast where we shut it down. My name is No. My sign is No. My number is No. You need to let it go. You need to let it go. Need to let it go. Okay, Rachel, we have something very, very special this very, week. Very, very special. Why don't you tell us? I'm so excited to introduce our special guest, Bevy Smith. She's an entrepreneur, a media Yay. maven, and co-host of Page Six TV, Bevelations on Sirius XM's Bravo Radio Andy, Channel 102. Hello, Bevy. Hello, Rachel. Hello, Brian. Hello. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. And Bevy's about to launch a multi-city tour for her Life with Vision event series, helping people live their best lives. And we'll talk more about that at the end of the podcast, but I've personally known Bevy for over a decade, and she's just glamorous and funny and warm and fantastic, (laughs) and we're just so excited to have you. Well, no, I'm excited to be here. Brian, it's great meeting you. You too, Mm -hmm. but this is exceeding my every expectation already, and we haven't even hit record. (laughs) We're not worthy. We're not worthy. Okay, so you're going to be in the mix here. You're going to participate in all the nopes and maybe some bonus content as well. Rachel, what do you got? Do we have an elephant this week, an elephant in the room, the thing that everyone's talking (gasps) about and everyone's scared to talk about? There are so many elephants, but I feel like the elephant that we settled upon (laughs) is um, the grabbers at the border. Grabbers? Grabbers. Okay, that sounds ominous. There have been some alarming images during this presidency and the ones that surfaced this week of shoeless migrant children being hit with tear gas at the San Ysidro port of entry along the U.S.-Mexico border were just horrific. And Donald they're, they're Trump, really the true threat to our national security is right. shoeless, shoeless children, children, and children running from yeah. Honduras. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm glad we agree on that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Such assholes. Oh, Not the children and the moms, the regime that we're currently Toiling under the yes, grifters, yes, grifters. But, they are grifters. Yes. <laughs> okay. So what so, happened this week? So we know. Ha- Donald Trump, the great explainer, said that the <laughs> photos of these mothers protecting their children—they didn't tell the whole story. What we saw, he says, is what he called grabbers, which grabbers. is people who took other people's children mm-hmm. to protect themselves from tear gas. That's- okay, so these are immigrants who are fleeing for their lives, trying to come to the border, and they grabbed children, some random children. Yep. Like as like decoys, as like yes. to distract attention. As, but yeah. you know that this whole, all of these people, these are the same idiots who are Holocaust deniers and who also don't believe the Sandy Hook really happened. That's right. Yeah. That these were conspiracy all theories. It's conspiracy theories. And yet theorists. they're all victims that the white race is, of being, course, is, of course. is being subjected to mm-hmm. untold discrimination. Yes. Right. So these people are susceptible to believe, like even if you see pictures, that the pictures aren't real. There's No, they've doctors. all been doctors. So this right. has become a meme, right? Like grabbers, like... Like they're grabbers. Like well, they're... here's what he said. <laughs> so first he denied that the women and children were affected by the tear gas. And then he said that the tear gas was safe and asked why oh, parents. Safe, uh, the famous <laughs> safe, safe brand tear of tear gas. gas. Right. <laughs> right. That's why they used it. It's not, yeah. not so serious. It's <laughs> like it's so 
by the Honors Company, you know, to say <laughs> Jessica, Jessica, Jessica Biel, right? Jessica, Jessica Alba. Alba stuff, yeah. <laughs> organic, right. eco-friendly, green. Yeah, why not? Right. Well, that doesn't need to be green because we don't have to worry about the climate. Oh, that's right. There's no climate change. There's no climate it's a fraud. change. So. Yeah, okay. Fuck the green. <laughs> right. So he says, so first he says, the par- he asks, why are the parents running up into the tear gas? Then he says, but they're not really parents. He says, these are people. They call them grabbers. They grab a child because they think they'll have certain status by having a child. You know, you have certain advantages in terms of our crazy laws that, frankly, Congress should be changing. And then he was pressed about the use of the term grabbers and whether he was suggesting that the women photographed with the children fleeing the tear gas were not the children's real mothers. And Trump said he was saying that. And he said it's a, it's a term that's used because, as you know, many people, it's a very violent, horrible thing. And they feel that they have an advantage when they're with a young child and they call them grabbers. And that's what they call them. So these them. are cruel, calculating parents running for their lives from the border. And they're probably paid for by George Soros, right? right. Who is providing yes. children right, that he's yeah. kidnapped off the streets. And, and sold <laughs> in a pizzeria in right. Washington, D.C. Yeah. yeah. No, I, we no. can't even talk. OK, we need to acknowledge. Knowledge that grabbers are not a thing? No. There's no grabbers. <laughs> the grabbers. The, only, one, the only grabbing is grabbing by, by the pussy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. This is the epitome of he fake the, news. He is this the this expert on the grabbers. I'm, stu- I'm shutting this down. Is there any other? We got to get through this Trump news quickly. Last year, last week, we spent far too much time on it. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah. You know, Andy has a band. He's not talking about um, Trump. On um, on his radio show on Radio Andy. Really? No, it's, it's not just doing too much. It. it would take over it's too everything. Much. And it, and you know what? It also messes with your whole psyche, your spirit. Right. Because it's a never ending bag of bullshit, and it and and it's also. It's horrifying. Yeah. It's I mean, so, it's, I mean, it's not it's not funny, but the whole premise of the show, why we started, is that if you, if you can't laugh, you have to cry. Yes. And we can't go through everyday crying. No. And hopefully the laughter is a motivation to people. you know, you people. can also be in a rage. You don't have to. There's, oh, other, there's another oh, option. Oh, we're rage. <laughs> you don't have to laugh. You don't have to cry. You can also be in a rage and you can like just want to go and bash him upside the head. Yeah. Embracing your anger has yes. been a big theme for, for me personally. Yeah. But I was going to talk about the fact that Donald Trump... Trump thought that the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, who's the highest paid person in the military, Joint Joint Chiefs of Staff, okay. that he made five million dollars when he really makes two hundred thousand. But I'm just not even. Nobody talk in the about government makes five million. Well, he doesn't even know how government works at all. No, of course not. He doesn't not. even know there's three branches, right? No. So imagine, and he's never, ever, ever done an honest day's work in his life, so he could never imagine being a civil servant. Or, uh, you know, uh, at or at, being a highly accomplished military yeah. person who probably should be getting paid five million dollars yeah. if you were in corporate America. Right. But you're making a sacrifice for your country and making two hundred thousand after right. 40 years. of Because it's not about that for them. Well, no. you can't imagine it being about anything other than that. Right. Yes. And that's the problem. Right. So, I mean, that's the problem for our society. When you pay so little, we should be paying these people more. When you pay so little, mm-hmm. you hope you get good people. But a lot of the good people flee public service. Right. And you so, wind right. up with you wind up with the bargain bin. And that's who he's getting. So he just appointed his new national security advisor. That's what he is, right? John Bolton. He's supposed to be this like, he was this neocon super genius Mm -hmm. and he's supposed to be the top of the pot. He's a mustache on a neck. That's right. So we've been dealing, we've talked over and over again about this Khashoggi horrific situation. And finally the administration, I mean, Trump said maybe he did, maybe he didn't. 
Bolton finally came out and said something. We said, this is a man of substance. This is a man who writes op-eds for the Wall Street Journal, for the New York Times. This is a guy who's finally going to tell it like it is. And when they asked him, had you listened to the tapes of Khashoggi being tortured and killed in the in the embassy in Turkey? He said, what do you think I'll learn from listening to that? Uh, everybody who says, why don't you listen to the tape? Unless you speak Arabic, what are you really going to get from it? Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, first of all, you work in... The State, State Department. Department. And they have things called translators who all speak, over the I place. I know it's hard to imagine. Every language imaginable. <laughs> right. And some that no longer exist. Exactly. They speak them. They right. speak they them. speak like ancient Navajo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they, they can't find anyone who speaks Arabic. So, or he's not aware of them. Uh, by his logic, we should only listen to intelligence that's gathered in English. So we should spy on the British and the, right. the Australians. Which we seem to be doing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Okay, no. Shut it down. No, I, I gotta, I gotta, I'm going to take Debbie's advice. <laughs> who takes Andy's advice, which is shut down the Trump this week. Look, we have a national treasure here who knows oh, everything about you. culture, Debbie. Let's move on Let's to move more on. interesting Let's stories. Here we go. Rachel, what what do you got? So there have been these tragic, horrible wildfires, mostly recently in California, but they've been happening all over, you know, because climate, climate change, change is yeah. real. Is and, it? <laughs> Are you yeah. sure? Of I've seen the graphs. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> right, and climate is different from weather. So <laughs> the, I don't know. It's kind of cold out today. There's probably no no climate change. Right. <laughs> so the the direct cause of most of these fires remains unknown, like okay. the thing that sparks it. But this week, we learned what caused a wildfire in southern Arizona last year that forced 200 people out of their homes oh and resulted in $8 million in firefighting costs. And the thing <laughs> I don't know. was a gender reveal explosion. First of all, I hate fucking gender reveals. <laughs> exactly. I detest gender reveals. I don't know. Reveal explosion. So, Did the gender explode? Did so the reveal explode? What? There's this thing. It's it's a gender reveal party. Yeah. Where people invite all of their friends over uh-huh. and they do something to showcase the gender of their forthcoming child. Whatever that but means. why not wait until the baby is born and then, okay. And then reveal or, it. And then reveal it. With okay. a picture of the baby or with the baby just being there in a pink or a blue blanket. I don't get the whole gender reveal. Or whatever thing. color they want. Right, exactly. Or whatever color they want. And then also, by the way, it's just another fucking money grab. Because you know at the gender reveal party, you have to bring a gift. Another gift? Yes. Baby so that's shower, a baby shower. Baby shower, gender reveal. I don't bring oh. gifts to anything. Yeah. <laughs> I show up to a wedding without a gift. <laughs> right. Rachel knows. I don't think I gave her a gift. <laughs> I don't think so, but it's okay. I'm, I'm not mad about it. <laughs> so that's what happened. A silly ass Hallmark. gender reveal is the reason why. It was Arizona, right? Yeah. Eight million dollars. Eight million dollars in fire, just in firefighting costs and 200, and 200 people, people out of their homes. Okay. Right. So what happened in this situation? So, so a video that was released by the U.S. Forest Service shows an off-duty U.S. Border Patrol agent named Dennis Dickey. He fired a <laughs> rifle at a homemade target to celebrate his wife's pregnancy. And the target exploded because it was made out of this material called Tannerite, which detonates when hit by a bullet from a high-velocity <laughs> firearm. Okay. So there's a person, so you see this video. And it's like, like Sergeant Joe right, Arpaio doing this. Right, right. No, exactly. So he shoots this high-velocity firearm, and then there's a person whose identity is blacked out in the video, and he moves towards the flames after a few seconds, and the embers and the debris are rising above the mesquite and so the acacia trees. So it's clearly starting a fire. Right. No, oh, oh, it immediately started a fire. Yeah. And he backs up, and you hear this male panicked voice saying, start packing up. Could you imagine? <laughs> oh, my God. Like, the party's over. 
your friends. Okay, that's their concern. Not call nine one one. Right, that's what I'm saying. Not like like get some fire uh, hoses out there or, or whatever. Something. Like but turn like, the music so off. Up. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! But I'm, meanwhile, the forest department released this video. Yep, they should have been raking. <laughs> we talked about this. Like, Trump does not know what raking does. He does not know what raking is. He's never raked anything. He thinks that, like, he's raped the American public. He's raped oh, us. Are we like, saying he's a rape, rapist, not a rapist? Right, exactly. <laughs> he knows how to rape. Allegedly. No, please don't sue us. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> Well, so, I mean, I wish I could say that this man, Dennis Dickey, is unfit to work for what the U.S. Customs and Border reveal. Patrol, but he sounds exactly like the type of person that right. they are recruiting for the Customs wait, and Border Patrol. Can we talk Patrol. about this? I have a theory about gender reveal parties. Okay. I feel like given the transgender rights movement, which I fully support, yes. and given the idea of gender fluidity, mm-hmm. and as a gay man where, who struggled with coming out, there's so many tangled up issues with gender identity and sexual identity and things like that. I I think kids are so sophisticated nowadays. Let them wait. And when they want to denounce what they're and if they want to party or not, if they want to announce their gender or their sexuality, let them throw their own fucking party. They right. have bar mitzvahs. They have sweet 16s. They have confirmation parties. Right. They, they got quintanaires. Throw your own. I would love to throw, throw a party that says you're straight, whatever so you wait, want. So wait, wait, wait. So you're suggesting that I have a baby and then I don't. Where do I put my child in? Like, no, do, so I, I just don't You, could, you I, could like go with the traditional thing. But if I they decide that they're. Well, yeah, my kid decides later on that they're trans, then yes. Yes. If they have if they have a female biology, then by all means treat them like a girl. If upon a certain age, when they're sort of mature enough to decide these things, if they decide that they're really a boy or they're a a gay girl or whatever it is, not only should we, we shouldn't put them through the stress of having to announce this like stress wise to everybody. Let them throw a fucking party. Give them a little trust fund. Give them a budget and say, when you want to throw a party for yourself for whatever (laughs) reason or for no reason, throw that party. You decide the banner, what it says. You decide the color of what (laughs) it says. You be who you want to be. But there's only one rule. Yes. No high velocity weapon. Right. No high velocity <laughs> weapon. And don't do it in the Arizona yes. desert. And don't do it right. in the Amazon. No, 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 shut this shut down. down. This is no. terrible. No. 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 So we've been talking about Arizona. I don't really understand Arizona. The people, the topography, it's obviously totally different. Good so spots. Yeah. So my first read of the morning is always New York Post. Mm-hmm. And they had a fantastic story. And they did the heart of investigative journalism. They said, okay, so there's a 311 in New York City for those of you. We only have, it's only 20% of our listeners in New York, we are internationally yes. known. So um, we have this thing called 311, which you mm-hmm. call, and it's not for 911. It's not for an emergency. It's just like there's a nuisance. There's someone outside my house making noise or yes. whatever or it is. my right? favorite one to call when the cab drivers will not stop for me because I'm black. Oh, yeah. I call the Call every time, call, I yeah. hope. Yes. I hope. I hope. So uh, they did an audit of every 311 call over the last eight years. Which I think is like really good investigative journalism. That's worthy of the New York Times. So good for you, New York Post. Um, They tracked 19 million gripes over the last 18 years. And here's a little summary. Some of them expected, some of them unexpected. Okay. Okay. So, and they classified them by neighborhoods. So we see what the real nuisances are in different neighborhoods. Uh So here's sort of some not crazy ones. So the Lower East Side, they were the leaders in graffiti complaints. Mm -hmm. It's sort of like hipster old school. I kind of, you know, it's kind of cool. 
that well, there's all I that d- graffiti. Those are not people that are really New Yorkers, and they, they are the gentrifiers that are moving into the Lower East Side because if you live on the Lower East Side, you traditionally, graffiti. it's all about fucking graffiti. That's Get fancy. out of here. That's like Hello, street art. No, Basquiat. Basquiat, of course. Yeah. You know? I Basquiat underwear yeah. I just bought, you by know? the way. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, Rachel that's, that's is. Yeah, like, okay. Cost revs. All yeah, the, all the exactly. Great, uh, this is graffiti right. central. So and then there's Ozone Park Queens, our, our home uh, borough of Queens. They are the number one uh, complainants about smells because there is, in fact, a waste treatment plant that okay. processes 100 million gallons of waste a day. I bet you didn't know that. So mm-hmm. therefore, there are some complaints about. And that's very unhealthy for them as well. It is, of course, very environmentally, right? That's mm-hmm. that's no good. That's right. um, but then there's some less expected ones. So Staten Island, mm. the number one thing, they're the number one in complaints about beehives. <laughs> so apparently it is very popular in the it's sort of semi-suburban in, yes, in Staten is. Island uh-huh. um, to uh, to keep bees oh, in your backyard. Okay. It's very popular. It's a widespread hobby. And there are 29 different homes that were subject of complaints about sort of reckless beehiving. <laughs> There's some scientific word for that. And then in some cases, this is incredible. There are individual addresses that they singled out for incredible spikes in complaints. So 21 East 21st Street, who knows? I guess that's mm-hmm. 21st Street, just east of Fifth Avenue, is uh, the world capital of blaring TV complaints. What? You can they, complain because someone's blaring they their had TV? 595. Right. I know you I know you grew up and live in Harlem, so I'm not going to give you the Harlem ones. No, give me the Harlem ones. Urination. Too. It's the urination. Number one urination, urination problem, urination. and also party noise complaints. Good, good for right. me. I party a lot. Fuck you. Move. <laughs> I want your ass there anyway. You are generating yeah. those complaints. I, yeah, I'm, I'm the partier. I'm I want you would fucking call. And then, and then the one that really struck my attention is tiny turtles. That's a category of complaint. Tiny turtles. So turtles that are under four inches are uh-huh. illegal because they are they carry salmonella. Oh, and surprisingly, the number we one just got through salmonella season with Thanksgiving. Well, it's always salmonella day. season <laughs> right, in seems, New York City, right? right? Right. So the number one neighborhood is uh, Williamsburg, Brooklyn. You wouldn't uh-huh. think there are so many hipsters loving the tiny turtles, but they like ironic things. Yes, they, they, they do. T- they, small yeah. small turtles are sort of yeah. thing. But then the number Number two is this zip code, this mysterious zip code, 10013. And I looked at it, and I it seemed a little familiar to me. And then I realized we are currently sitting in 10013, the tiny turtle complaint oh capital God, of New York. Oh my God, We're at the epicenter. Turtles. Wait, what's that over there? Right, exactly. Oh no. exactly. Wait, I'm like, where's the tiny turtle? tiny turtle? No. Okay, so it all stems to one address. So we're, we're, it's interesting here. We stru- we're in the slums of Tribeca. We're in Tribeca. We're in the slums of Tribeca. This is not the slums, though. We call it Toucan. Too close <laughs> to Canal. Too close right, to okay, Canal. Okay. Right. So just on this side is Chinatown. And this side mm-hmm. is fancy Tribeca. Yeah. So we're right on the brink of Chinatown. Yeah. And I love that. It keeps it real. And um, so 68 Mott Street is the epicenter, and it is in uh, Chinatown, but like three blocks from here. So the Post Post reporter visited this location. It's like a souvenir shop with the shot glasses. and the turtles. No, no, no. And as soon as she walked in, an elderly worker ran out and made a mad dash through the snow, 
clutching a cage, uh, three cages of, of tiny, tiny turtles. turtles. Oh my god, this is very so disturbing. So they know it's illegal. They know, and they are in brazen disregard of the turtle laws. They're eating the turtles because you know you can make turtle they're too, soup. They're like there's appetizers, little... like a moose yeah, but, like, but but that right. But you know, there's also like an escargot moment. Oh, so it could be yeah. like that. A crunchy well, shell. Chinese restaurants they have frog legs. A lot yes, of frog exactly. legs. Uh, restaurants. Who knows? Maybe like tiny turtles are, are delicious. I think they're delicious. pets. I think they're mostly pets. Pets or meat? Yeah. Are they pets or yeah. meat? That's the question. I don't know if they're okay. pets. So I'm still proud of where I live, even though we have Razzle Dazzle, the most horrible the barber, <laughs> barber shop. shop in the world, oh, is which is like a, a bordello. New... we got to revisit that it's for like a second. Yeah, so it's like a there's a barber shop that originated in Miami, in okay. South Beach, called Razzle Dazzle. And it's uh, the decor is a bordello. Oh. And they're sort of like Hooters-style women that cut your hair, and they sort of lean over and put oh their Oh, my God. I had an idea boobs. for this. You, oh, this was your idea? <laughs> this is my idea, but mine was going to be called We Give Head. Well, we do heads. We do heads. And it was going to be women heads. in bikinis uh, cutting hair. That's what it is. And I walk by like a few times a week, and I've I'm never such a seen. I've, I've never. <laughs> we've never seen anyone in there. And then. This morning, I walked by and I saw the first person I ever saw. It was like 9 a.m. And there was like a 70-year-old guy sitting there having the time of his life. Oh, it was the well, most sexual. I'm glad for him. Yes, listen, I'm glad for him. Okay. His so try that guy. I love you, but you're garbage. <laughs> <laughs> no more turtles. Hey, no more, no more turtles. No more nothing. Tiny no, turtles. shut it down. Shut it down. Shut no, it down. No, okay. No. Um, so this might not be as scandalous as tiny turtles, but I want to bring us to Morocco, where oh, a woman... across the Atlantic Ocean. Yes. Last I checked. <laughs> where a woman this week confessed that she murdered her boyfriend of Oof. seven yeah. years mm-hmm. in a moment of insanity. But he knows everything, by the way. Like, I don't know these stories. People, for people who don't know, we don't really script this out. Like, we run down the stories to make sure, but we, no, we but don't Betty's share the details. But you know everything. You're yeah, like, yeah, you should be our, like, executive. Well, okay. we have an EP, but, like, yeah, exactly. you should be our story editor. I'll just come in anytime you want. That's so so she murdered him in a moment of insanity after he told her he was going to marry someone else. That's so, right. So she kills him. This is in That's Morocco. Right. In Morocco. And that they, makes sense. But that wasn't enough. Okay. Who, would, who so, among us would not murder? Exactly. <laughs> if the impulse is understandable. But, this so is like this, the plot of Chicago, the this musical. This is sort of like whatever the opposite of gilding the lily is. <laughs> this is what happened. So after she killed him, she... Used his remains mm-hmm. and incorporated them into yes. a traditional Moroccan right. rice and meat uh-huh. dish called makbous, okay. which is ordinarily made with chicken. Mm-hmm. And then she fed, fed it, it to right. Pakistani construction workers <laughs> who were working near her home. As one does. Who among us has not worked in a Moroccan construction site? <laughs> and fed Being people. fed. No, okay. but really don't think about it. Well, here's the thing. Waste not, want not. That's she right. A lot of meat on hand. It would be a pity to waste it. It would be a pity to waste That's it. That's right. And also, it's a nice way to clean up the remains. That's right. And That's right. no one's going to ever know, because guess what? It's coming out the other end, you and random toilets all over nobody the place. Nobody else is going to know, but let's hear the rest of the story. Right. Well, it's respectful, because it's like, use every part, right? That's, That's right. right. Nose to tail. That's right. 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 Yeah. But so how did the authorities discover this? So the guy was missing for a while, for several months, and his brother went to this woman's home to try and find him. She, he opened and, the freezer. And, well, no, no. He <laughs> opened the freezer. He opened everything. And he 
found a human tooth inside of her blender. <laughs> so there's the in a blender. Like a Vitamix? Like a Vitamix. You, and like, why? Like a smoothie? Had she, Wait, how long after was this? Like months. So why months would she after. still have the tooth in she the blender? She didn't think to clean the blender? Well, of why, the well, why was he in her blender? That's not, <laughs> I'm in your home. I'm, I've not gone into any of your small appliances. Right. I'm not, right. You know what I mean? I am tempted to see what's going on in that toaster oven. Right, right. But I'm not gonna. An espresso? You could turn into an espresso Well, I coffee? guess he was looking for his brother. He wanted to leave no stone <laughs> right, exactly. Well, he was right. So, he was right. Yeah, but, like, I guess the question is, does the recipe call for blending? I bet it does. I think she Pureeing. Went a, Pureeing. <laughs> she right. was making, like, a terrine. And it's not a very good blender. It, I mean, it's a really, if it was a Vitamix, we have an expensive Vitamix that we uh, never use, right? right. It should, it, it, it advertises that it grinds like teeth. Liquid. No, it does not. Oh. <laughs> bones, though. Bones, they say yes. bones. Right, if I was going to make a, a broth, a right. bone broth, that's the definition of bone broth, isn't right, it? Yeah. You yeah. blend the bones, and teeth is a bone, tooth is a bone. Right, so it is not working as advertised. <laughs> so they the violated the warranty. Yes. <laughs> right, exactly. So wait, what was the recourse for this whole so, horrible... So the woman was arrested, and she initially denied it, and she told the police that she kicked her boyfriend out of the house. But then she later confessed to killing and cooking her boyfriend in the traditional Moroccan dish. <laughs> and she's been sent to a hospital for a mental health evaluation. But... She doesn't need an evaluation. I can evaluate her right now. Right now. Sometimes people ask, do you think they're mentally ill? And they go, well, I'm not a psychologist, but I can't. Right. I can tell you. I'm right. not a psychologist, no. and I can tell you she's, she's fucking nuts. She's out of her mind. <laughs> out of her mind. No. Out of no. her mind. Any is... other? No. <laughs> no. No. Shut it down. No, shut it down. You know what we need, Rachel? We need a little comic relief here. <laughs> we do. We need a little truth. We need a little truth, truth to telling. be told. Yes. So okay. I want to take a little break from the nopes and play a game. Uh, Bevy is the queen of hot takes. And she's the queen, period. She, uh, yeah. And we're oh, would you too kind? We're gonna play. Elizabeth would have something to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth, too. Right. And one. Well, we're going to play a game called Bevy Smith Goes on a Riff, and I'm totally cribbing this idea from your appearance on Watch What Happens Live. Okay. I'm sorry, Andy. I love you. Um, <laughs> I'm sure he's cribbed it from someone. I'm sure he's yeah, listening. Yeah, maybe, right? maybe he cribbed it. Yeah, he's a regular listener. So we're going to bring up a few recent controversial topics in pop culture, and Bevy can either give them a read or give them some reinforcement. Okay. And before we begin, can you explain wait, to some of our... Me, I'm white, so yeah. can you please explain <laughs> what that yes, means? What, okay. a read, what is a read? A read is just like when you make an assessment and you tell someone off or tell it like a T.I. is. And it's okay. just like... It's just blunt. Like it's, it's blunt. Like, yeah. so it's, like, it's a read. I'm right. going to read you the right. Real Housewives yeah. Atlanta, tell them like it is. Okay, yeah. got it. Read yeah. you the right. Yeah. So, okay, the first topic is Melania's... Christmas video with the red trees and the close-up on the Be Best ornaments. What do you yes. think of her decorating techniques? Well, she, clearly, she's been influenced by the red, um, the Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> because that's exactly what I thought as soon as I saw it. And I even said, you know, it's like Handmaid's Tale on Hulu. Um, be best, be better, whatever it is. But honestly, who cares? You're gassing families at borders. Not cool at all. Right. Melania... Melania, no. no. Shut, no. It Shut it down. Okay. Shut it down. What's okay. Um, next, there was this big Lena Dunham profile in New York oh, Magazine God. that everyone was going bananas about. I cannot with Lena Dunham. I'm so over Lena Dunham. I want her to go away, far away. <laughs> and in that, in that piece, she talks about how she sent 
a picture of her, what was it, like her uterus or over it, something to the reporter. She texted that's it. That's duress. Yeah. Like, that's not, that's not right. You're causing harm to people. Dunham. You think everyone wants, first of all, I'm going to tell you this. Listen, and I'm a curvy woman, but no one wanted to see all of that potato, mashed potato, <laughs> every week on that show. You understand? No one wanted to see that mashed potato every week on the show. No one, you know what I mean? Like, she just wants to do this stuff. She wants to it's offend us. It's all ego. Us. It's all ego. It's all ego. She thinks what she has to say is so important, but it's really just but important to her. it's not even just what she has to say. Why did she feel the need to show a reporter a part of her body that's a part of another region that was removed? <laughs> like, who does well, that? Well, her purose was to say that her uterus was the most misshapen uterus her doctor yeah, had ever you seen. You can just say that. You say it. It's not you say it. And you say it and you chuckle and you move on. Give me somebody I can support, for God's sakes. Right, okay. So, Giving me all these overprivileged, silly-ass white women. So the Daily Mail is reporting that there is a fight brewing between Prince Harry and Prince William because William was not making enough of an effort to welcome Meghan Markle into the family, and Charles had to intervene. What do you think about that situation? It's the Daily Mail. I don't believe you it. You don't believe it? No. No. no you Shut don't it out it. of here. Shut Next. it down. Shut it down. Okay. Um, don't get any of your news from there. Okay. All right. Well, I, I you know, I we had to throw it out there. There were a lot of people uh, debating about yeah, this. Uh-uh. Um, Shut it down. That's a, that's a modern-day National Enquirer. You know what I mean? Since the National Enquirer has gotten actually worse. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Um, so the so this topic is Bravo centric. Um, Kyle Richards of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is closing her retail store, Kyle by Aline Two. Two. Okay. <laughs> what do you think about that? Tragically, I've never seen the Real Housewives oh. of Beverly Hills. I don't watch reality TV. Okay. Isn't that okay. something? That's I done. get to be on I'm the. Surprised. I get to yeah. More, yeah. Pa- more I'm a Bravo celebrity, but I don't have to watch any of that. Oh, Consider yourself Woo! lucky. Okay, okay. Bandy goes ding 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 ding. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Maybe I'll okay. put in some. Uh, okay, is that it? Uh, well, w- one more. One more. Okay. So the Wall Street Journal opinion page recently had a piece entitled "Sorry, feminists, men are better at Scrabble." That is so offensive. <laughs> Just, like yeah. you're not sorry. I hate it when people sorry, say not sorry. sorry, but they're really not. Like yeah. just fucking say what it is. Thank and, you. Next, right? Like say we're misogynist and we think the women are dumb and we think that men are better at like wordplay than women. But don't say sorry. Right. That is that is a hot take. That is good. Yes. Okay. So that is the last topic. So Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Amazing. Oh, I, did, I wasn't able to support anyone. <laughs> I gave you all I terrible shut everyone down. No, we we uh, stacked the deck. Okay. <laughs> we we did that. Down. Down. I mean, the podcast is called this week in nope. So. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> well, I was we don't nope love nope, too many nope, things. Nope, nope. We do have a yup at the end, and yes. you'll be you'll be part of that. Okay. okay. Let's move on to our next nope. Uh, so this is a, at the very beginning of this week in nope, like a year ago. We talked about this idea that China, that, you know, totalitarian regime mm-hmm. is going to start rating people based on their behavior, oh right? And, and decide their rights based on that. Gamifying human behavior. Gamifying, yes. right? So, yes. okay. so it we is, all saw Logan's run when we were kids. Oh, you remember that? Yes. Yeah. yeah based with on the, the hand, with the, the thing hand, in the hand. And it is so close to being yes. true. It is. So we were talking about it in the abstract a year ago. Now it's becoming true. There is a, they posted on their, they have their like state news system. 
they posted it to their actual citizens that it is going to start to happen. So starting by the by the end of 2020, they're going to have a lifelong point system applied to every 1.3 billion resident citizen, I don't know what they are, of China, based on their actions and reputations. And this is exactly what they said in their official disclosure. They said those with better scores will, quote, get green channel benefits, while those who are blacklisted will have, quote, there'll be those who are deemed untrustworthy and will be unable to move even a single step. It's like an episode of Black Mirror. This is Black Mirror. This is completely Black Mirror. Like, they're not even hiding it. They're like, we are going to monitor you. And it's you're, like, sorry. If you're good by like whatever good means, you are going to have a easy you know, breezy life. We have life. a little bit of that going on in our country. Uh, you know that with the subtext your, here, yeah, right? because you know, like you know, if you have if you owe too much money to the IRS or something, they don't let you. They rescind your passport or something I like that. I have a right? very specific example of that right yeah. here. So it's already being example uh, uh, implemented in the city of Huangzhou. Uh, they uh, reward pro-social behavior, like volunteer work and blood donations. So I guess if you want to stay in the good graces, you just keep giving blood until you're like wandering around the city (laughs) with no blood in your brain. Um, And they can punish antisocial behavior by like violating traffic laws and changing, like charging like under the table fees. And if you have bad credit, you can be blocked Mm -hmm. from booking Flights, yep, yep, and you can also be blocked from high speed train trips. Mm-hmm. Like that's the punishment. Like you can't take. <laughs> right, you have to take right, a slow yeah, train. Yeah, you can't right, take yeah, a high yeah, train. Like you can't take the bullet is, train. Uh, this anymore. is incredible. This is incredible that they're actually putting this into place now. This is one of those dystopian things yeah. that a year ago we thought might happen, and here it's happening. Yeah, it is. It's happening. It's happening. And it's, it's happening. happening here. Okay, so there's so many reasons that we should hate China, but uh, frankly, though, like tariffs is not one of them. Yeah. This is terrible. Nope, shut it down. Shut, shut it, it down. down. Shut it down. We wish we could. Okay, Rachel, so this is the time in the podcast where despite all these terrible things that have happened, we finally go back to the yups. These are the things that bring us a little ray of light, a little beacon of hope in these terrible, terrible times. We have Bevy here. Before we do that, I want to do one quick little thing. As we know, and as you make fun of me all the time, I'm a former editor of the Harvard Crimson, which I'm actually very proud of. Yeah, we know, blah, blah, blah. Okay, but for the first time, something we've been embarrassed about is the lack of diversity at the Crimson. Mm -hmm. And for the first time ever, we have our first African-American woman who's been the president of the Crimson. And that is the pinnacle. Okay, sorry, you're going to make fun of me. Saying <laughs> right. this, but in some in some circles, that is the pinnacle of yeah. college, young, journalism, of college yeah. journalism, right? Christine. Her name is Christine Guillaume. And um, she's she, from Queens. She's from Queens, right? Like yeah. where you live and where I'm from originally. Yeah. And um, I just want to give a very quick shout out to her. Um, and if you look at her body of work, she totally deserves it. Woo! Like this Congrats, is not Christine. like they needed someone. Like she is, she is the candidate. We should have had it much, much sooner. It's been like 130 years. Yeah. No like, come on, like, come on. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. About okay. It's about time. Okay. okay. So let's move on. So we have our own queen right so here. We, and my, my yup goes out to Bevy. I'm so delighted that you joined us today on No. Seriously, you, this has been amazing. And, you know, I want to hear about your life with Vision Series, but I first want to mention this dinner that you hosted one time at Sundance. Mm-hmm. It must have been around 2012. And Jesus Christ, you, <laughs> you attract some heavy hitters. So I went to this dinner. It was at the Black House. Yes, yeah, it was at the Black House. I'll be doing the number one for Sundance this year. Yeah. And I was seated between. You guys don't realize the celebrity power, the star power oh we my, have here. Oh sitting my in goodness. Like interesting table. people. That's <laughs> all. Inter- they all came together, and, you know, I was sitting like. 
across from Rashida Jones and next to Quincy Jones and <laughs> Ava DuVernay was there, yeah. and Jesse Williams, and it was bananas and it was so amazing and just one of the most memorable dinners I've ever been to. So I recently read your mantra about the invitations to dinner with Bevy mm-hmm. and that is... If you have to ask yeah, then to you, be invited. Yeah, then you don't <laughs> need to be there. Right. Like, it's weird. It's like, a, I also, I'm a, I'm old timey. Like, I want to go to Davos, right? Yeah. I've not been invited yet. But I'll get there. I'm certainly not going to fucking invite myself to Davos. Don't wait. To, don't ask for an invitation. You will get there. Yeah, I'll get there. Right. I'm, but I pace myself and I, and I take my time. You're and young, I wanna, you'll get there. And I want to make it on the right merits. And on your own terms. On my own terms. George Soros, so that's why if you're I want listening. People, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's what I want everyone to do. It's like people are always like, I haven't been invited to dinner with Bevy. Well, bitch, sit down and do some work. And then you get invited it, because you have it. to be interesting. You have to be an interesting, scintillating conversationalist, all the things. And the things well, I so. feel honored that I was invited. Well, yes, it was amazing. Well, you fit right in. Everyone loves you. Thank you. you. Um, so let's hear more about your Life with Vision series, which you is know what? amazing. Basically, I created Life with Vision because people wanted to have cocktails and lunch and dinner and all this shit with me because I was able to change my life at 38 years old to go from an advertising um, executive to becoming a TV and media personality. And so people were like, oh, I would love to glean some knowledge. Can we have lunch, dinner, break? Bitch, if I do all of that with you, <laughs> I'm not going yeah. to... I'm not going to have this career that I worked so hard to have. So I decided to create this thing. And also people wanted to come to dinner with Bevy. So I decided to merge the two and I created um, Dining with Bevy, Life with Vision. So you come, it's a three hour event. I talk about what I did to transform my life. I pair people with folks who I think can help them oh, along awesome. their journey. That's so awesome. you're not just depending on me. You're talking to amongst yourselves and finding out how you can collaborate with other folks and be inspired by other folks. And it's a lovely event. And I'm going to be doing it in about five to six cities in 2019. I'll do a little Atlanta, a little Chicago, a little D.C. You know, the things, And where the can things. people learn more about this? Oh, you can go to Life with Vision, Dining with Bevy, Life with Vision on Facebook. Okay. Or you can hit me up on any of the social media platforms Tell I'm on. Tell us where we can follow you and reach I'm you. I'm everywhere on social media <laughs> as Bevy, B-E-V-Y, Smith. Okay. That's it. Okay. It's That's easy it. breezy. I've been following we'll, we'll you for to, ages. Yeah, like, like, it's indispensable. Brian, indispensable. We'll link very to you easy in our to show. find. Yeah. Okay. yeah. No, so, um, but I got to tell you guys, I love this podcast so much. It's so fun. And even though you guys are like noping it up, it's a very inspirational as well. Because we are in such a bad space as far as intellectual conversation where people can agree to disagree in a civil manner. And we just don't have much of that anymore. We would love to agree to disagree, but yeah. people don't even know what to say. Yeah, like, they don't even know what to say, right? And it's like being in this room with you guys, it's been really great. So I'm going to leave an invitation to you, too. I want you to come on Bevelations, oh, my radio show, that. and we're going to do our own truncated version of... We would love we would that. Love that. That, that is the, okay. the kindest that, gift you can give to us because we want to spread the goodness. Happy holidays. We want to spread the nope, but the, yeah. good, the goodness of the nope. That, oh, that's yes, right. and it's a lot of goodness here. That's right. Thank you so much for Thank being here. Thank you for here. having me. You've blessed us with your presence. We are so grateful. To those of you who are listening to us, we are also grateful for you. We just had Thanksgiving. It reminds us how important it is that we be grateful for the things that are good in this life. There's so many things that are terrible, but here at Nope, we're grateful. 
Yeah, we are. And we're grateful. We find the things that get us through. That's, That's right. right. That's right. We? And we get we such great to. we get such great feedback. We're so happy. If you like this podcast, please rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends. There's nothing like people don't talk to each other anymore. Like no. talk to each other. Tell the person to your left. Tell the person to your right. If you and do pick that, pick up a phone. Pick up the phone. We used to. We grew up. We talked to people on the I phone. Know. I do. St- I still do. There's nothing. I don't even like allow that. men to date me. The fucking text me. Stop with the, the text. Uh, do you know how good it feels when someone policy. actually calls you, even yes. if you screen your calls and don't take it? Like yeah. someone calls you, they all mean my it. Calls. They mean it. I'm a nut job. I take every call, even the unknown. unknown numbers. You're one of a kind. You're one of a kind. You're one of a kind. I just do it. Thank you guys. Thank you so much for listening. This week in Nope, this is the podcast where we shut, shut it, it down. down. <laughs> Thank you, guys. I'm so sorry. But- Wanna be my new friend? We got a lot in common. <laughs>